You're listening to Errol Parker and Clancy Overall, editors of the Batuta Advocate on Desert Rock FM. All right, welcome back to the Batuta Advocate radio show. It's a lovely day up here in the Diamantina for once. Uh, the sun's out, the sun is shining. It's actually the first day of summer up here. I'm not sure how it is in, in the southern states that have daylight savings, but up here in Queensland, it's uh, it's summer for half the year, isn't it, Wendell? It is. The sun is shining, the weather is sweet. We are blowing blowing smoke, though, I'd say. Um, the silly season has started to bite. A lot of events on one at the Leagues Club last night, which was quite large. Um, and, yeah, first day of summer, as we're recording uh, on Desert Rock FM, people listening to us yep. know it's the first day of summer podcast. Not sure when you're Mate, listening to it. It but. is the greatest time of the year because politics gets put in the back of the wardrobe mm. and out come the party shirts, the T-shirts, mm. short shorts, Board shorts, any type of shorts, any type of T-shirt. The rum and cokes on the That's company card. That's what comes out. This is the time of the year when the lefties and the conservatives become friends again. Mm. And on, then they fight on Christmas Day. They and fight. Ceremoniously, but on Boxing friends. Day, I mean, you just got to shake Uncle Mike's hand and say, "Look, you might be a cunt, but I love you. I love you." And you'll yeah. get one hour of this fucking stupid boat race you want to watch because we're watching the cricket for most of the day. Yeah. So that's oh, you're life. talking about the Sydney to Hobart. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a boat race, isn't it? What, mate? I think that's why we should get these new subs here quickly, so we can sink all those toffs <laughs> on their expensive boats. The uh, Sydney to Hobart is the only boat you need. Anyway, we are we have an esteemed podcast guest in the studio today. Yeah, um, much, much, much bigger than us. Huge, yeah. Podcast Enormous. game, social media game. He's a titan of it. His name is Lee Drennan. He's from the We Got the Chocolates podcast, which. I'm sure anyone on TikTok will have seen. Most people on Instagram probably will have seen. And a lot of people will have On YouTube. To. There's a couple of videos there with over a million views. I mean... It's mind-boggling stuff. And before we say hello to Lee, I just want to read out a couple of stats. We got the chocolates based around cricket. Now, Lee Drennan here, 415 career matches, grade cricket, 10,680 runs. We're getting into... Ricky Ponting, Sachin Tendulkar, over Border. 10, over 10k runs, 680. I mean, I wonder if there is retirement thinking here. He's got over the 10k batting average of 30.6, not bad Solid. at all. High score 179. Yeah, that's 168 more than I've scored in a single innings. How's his red ball career. work? 14 wickets. Not as many, so we were talking. Not exactly a Jacques Callas. No, I we're well that. one maybe every 50 Wicked. innings. Every inning, he's pinching. He's pinching one. A um, lot of catches as well. Best bowling, though, three for 13. So if he wants to turn it on, he clearly can. Current season, 298 runs. Coming off a uh, handy 46 in the men's first grade competition against Sandgate Redcliffe a couple of months ago. So close, but, you know. So far. So far. Lee Drennan. <laughs> <laughs> Lee Drennan, thanks very much for joining the podcast. No worries, guys. Thank you so much for having me and for uh, yeah, walking me down. I don't know when my cricket started recording, but that's a lot more runs than I thought I'd got. So, well, I good. can tell you they've got some stats there from 2008, 2009, okay. and you were in the fifth grade team there. Yeah. And obviously, sort of... every single stat this season is from the first grade mm. team for the Redland Tigers Cricket Club. Yeah, I know for my cricket, I only put in my first and middle name, so none of my mates be able to find me. Good idea. Because mm. I, I just couldn't deal with that pressure of 
having people at work, having my family, mm. having my mates constantly looking at my my cricket. It's mm. actually it's very smart because one of my favourite pastimes is that when you know how like a someone will put up cricket highlights or something and then yeah. say, oh, well batted, Marnus yesterday, 100 or whatever. There's always people that will get on and spray like who's getting picked or yeah. we get it a lot for the Brisbane Heat, the, the players yep. that come on and go, why isn't this guy getting picked or this guy? And then like, you know, very much experts. And then my favorite thing to do is look up their my cricket stats. Yeah. <laughs> <from> their, <laughs> yeah. Screenshot it and comment it back and go, I reckon you probably don't know what you're talking about. So you average 0.2. In sixth grade, <laughs> yeah, it's the definition of the uh, the larger man sitting on the couch yelling at the TV, yeah. telling professional sports players how to do things. Yeah, no, it's like um, I'm in this park competition now. Uh, now that my grade days are behind me, and you recognise certain people from your grade comp who come down there and pretend uh, to miss the ball a couple of times, and then as soon as they get a decent ball that's actually moving a bit. Their eyes just just completely just change, and they just absolutely like on the off the back foot and just hit it anywhere they want. And then mm. it's like, I can see, <laughs> I can see the cricketer in you. I mean, like you're not fooling anyone except everyone on the other team. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Now I don't know if I'd be able to go back. Like after playing first grade for lots of years, I don't know yeah. if I'd enjoy going back and playing like. Like if you went back to last man's yeah, stand. Yeah. yeah, I just don't know how it goes. Oh, I have a funny feeling you might. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's no, like, that'd be terrible. Oh, no, like, I just smacked Oh, no, yeah, that's covers. the thing. Exactly. Oh, no, like, oh. Imagine how good it would make you feel about yourself. <laughs> we, we, we have to score 40 off the last two overs, and they have a guy up there who's like an obese version of Ash of Ashley Giles just giving you these fucking big moon balls. Yeah. Actually, I might start next year. <laughs> I think you'd Second find a way to have a good time. Yeah. yeah. Um, Absolutely. I, I do like that you were talking about um, cricketers fooling people and you were saying there you actually don't know when my cricket started doing stats and you weren't aware when your stats first went in there. That seems like, yeah, as a as a, a great lie. cricketer, that yeah. seems like a bit of a fib. I feel like every single cricketer is across every single stat at that yeah. kind of level. No, you're probably that. Yeah, I'd be guilty of that, definitely. I'd, I'd spend a lot of time on a Saturday evening usually sort of going through not mm. only my scores but certainly other people's from the comp and bit of comparing and now Mike is doing video replays of our wickets as well yeah that's so, changed that's a so sports that's thing now all, all sorts of suburban sports now you can get highlight packages from mm. you know a Div 3 rugby game um, I don't know why you need highlights packages <laughs> and look if you've got a, a committed Probably coach they can be analysing you know the different things that's going on at the breakdown or things that are going out in the ruck in rugby league um, it's really it's, yeah, it's democratised sport I think everyone can feel they can feel like a professional actually you don't feel like a professional because you watch it and you think the way you run or the way you do something is like the guys on tv because that's what yeah. you're used to watching but it's not like that at all no do you find Although, that of the wickets or yourself playing yeah definitely i mean i've yeah i've, I've seen lots of wickets that are genuinely quite comical like <laughs> that you will look at and be like how the heck is that happened there was a video uh, that I found via just searching through my cricket of a batsman, just two batters just running into each other, like massive collision, run out. Like, this is in first grade cricket too, so it's yeah, it's definitely very funny to watch some of the some of the dismissals that you see. You're like, uh, you probably wouldn't see that at the highest level. I <laughs> yeah, I was a part of one like that start of this year where I was playing with a mate of mine who's uh, you know the definition of a park cricketer and he wanted to run you know a very tight two and i ran the first one and i was like nah no way like i'd already run past the stumps 
And he turned around and was running towards me going, no, 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 no. <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 no. You go back. And he, he ran back and I was in the middle. <laughs> and I was like, mate, like he called no and then ran. Yeah, it's not the best. It's no. not, not the ideal for running between wickets, that's for sure. Did you give him a spray? Didn't have to, not. surely. Oh, no, he just copped it. No, nah, well, like, it's like you can yell at a cat for shitting in the yard, you know. It's, <laughs> it's uh, it, it, At the end of the day, it's a cat. Should have rubbed his nose It'll in shit it. Where it. You should have rubbed his nose in it, Errol. Now, Lee, before we talk about your very successful podcast, how are the Redland Tigers Cricket Club going this year? Oh, yeah, good, actually. But probably, mm. I mean, you can probably note the surprise in my voice there. Um, we have done better than expected. We obviously have a lot of very good players that play for Redlands. Um, mm. Marnus, Labashay, and Sam Hazlitt, Jimmy Pierce, and James Basley, all sort of contracted players. But because they're contracted, we never see them. Uh, mm. So they've, they've played not many games for us at all this year. So, yeah, it's sort of usually when we lose those players, it starts to <laughs> get quite difficult to uh, to fill them to fill the spaces but I think we're sitting at fourth at the moment uh, and in a decent position in this game at the moment I'll fly back on Friday I'm not out on 11 at the moment I'm not sure if Ooh. you picked that up so yeah, yeah uh, we bowled Gold Coast out for 205 last week and we're mm, two for 84 that's good so in a decent position if we can win that then we, yeah we're probably looking like we're sitting close to Christmas in in like the top two or three which is would be yeah, probably exceeding expectations, I think, for our cattle mm-hmm. that we've got this year. So what's it like when someone like Marnus comes back into the fold? <laughs> like, does he get uh, special treatment or anything? Or No, nah, I wouldn't say. He usually he's captaining us now when he comes back, which is which is good. So yeah. he opens the batting and the bowling. And no, he still bats at three, actually. <laughs> but he, definitely does open the, he definitely opens the bowling. He loves his medium paces, rates them very highly. And they are quite yeah. useful, to be fair. No, but no special treatment. It's it's obviously being serious. It's pretty awesome to have him come back, yeah. especially because I've played lots of cricket with guys that have played for Australia or state cricketers that come back to grade cricket and think like I think like Adam Zamp has openly said I hate grade cricket, <laughs> whereas Marnus is like the opposite of that. He just loves. Yeah. I, I he feel loves Adam Zamp hates cricket. cricket in general. Like so. he's like yeah. a guy yeah. who's just he's a fifo. Like he's just doing the work. He's I think paid. he was like fuck. I've been contracted. Yeah. Why am I so, so inconvenient? Yeah. I was like, I'd much rather have an office job. Like, yeah, I, like the sun, hundred percent. Whereas Marnus is the opposite. <laughs> He'll and like I think a couple of weeks ago we were playing grade cricket. Uh, and Marnus was there at 8 o'clock in the morning just to have a hit in the morning. He just got our coach yeah. to sidearm to him like mm. in preparation for he playing in the like test. He seems like he really likes cricket. A lot. Yeah. That, that's, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, like he'd just be happy playing cricket yeah. even if he's not getting paid. 100%. He'd be like garage cricket. We've played at his house plenty of times. It, he just, he genuinely does love it. He'll turn anything into a into a game. So usually when there's an opportunity to come back and play for Redlands, he actually takes it, which is <laughs> yeah. pretty cool to see. <laughs> Do you ever have to um, hogpile him and squash his guts out his ass? No, we've never never had the, uh, the opportunity to do it. We'd, I mean, in fairness, he, growing up, Marnus was fairly annoying. I think I can say that <laughs> well, as his yeah. mate. Like, has has yeah. he always been doing that no run? You know, no, nah, not as much with the no run. I don't think, but just general mannerisms and like he was just this high pitched, squeaky voice that never shut up, sort of thing. Yeah. I I played against him as like a nineteen year old, and our team hated him with a passion. Mm, he seems quite 
quite hyper. Yeah, exactly. He's like he seems like the kid at school who like sees a stick when you're walking somewhere and picks it up and then starts hitting you on the back of the legs or just starts <laughs> yeah, throwing things at you that. all the time. Or yeah. he does like weird voices. Mm. Yeah. Like hello. Yeah. <laughs> but then <laughs> when I started playing with him, I realized that he's the guy that you want on your team because yeah. he's just so hard to bat when he's just yabbering in the background sort of yeah. thing. So he's, he's a great teammate to have. Got a mm. really good hand eye as well, yeah. which helps. They're very good cricketer, which is also yeah, sort yeah, of the other good thing you're cricket. looking for mm. in a cricket team, I guess, is people mm. that possess skills that are helpful. <laughs> uh, and he does have that, which is also useful. Yeah. <laughs> no, look, I mean, annoying mate who I had annoying mates like that, I feel like, he would annoy me, but he is the guy that you want to have around you and you want to have on your yeah. team. And I think your teammates, actually, teammates love him. Like, yeah. I know commentators and stuff would find him excessive. He did something yesterday that would, I think, Jason Holder bowled, like, a good ball to him. Oh, yeah, he yeah. Was like, that's he a like, delicious <laughs> ball, Jason. Like, <laughs> yeah. he, he does weird stuff like that all the time. Oh, that's I'm, good, Jason. Yeah. 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 I played, played in a game with him where I was batting with him and he hit, he hit the ball to cover and said, yes, napping. As in, like, the fielder was asleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he, just, he just does weird stuff like that. All the time. That's really good. <laughs> yes, napping. Were you mates with him before cricket or through cricket? Uh, yeah, through cricket we met. Mm. Definitely through through Redlands Cricket Club as well. I often wonder with him, does he have any other hobbies? Because you see all the stuff about him practicing with, you know, the golf yeah. balls and the um, garage cricket and all that sort of stuff. But nah. does he, does he yeah. have anything else? It's yeah, just all he's cricket. freakishly good at lots of things. Like, oh, right. um, uh, loves coffee. It's, that's his biggest hobby, I reckon. Like, mm. unbelievable. It sounds like he doesn't and, need any coffee. No, that's right. <laughs> so, but he's on decaf now. Right. <laughs> um, so passionate. So passionate about his coffee. But he's a freak at, like, he gets right into tennis and golf and like other <laughs> other sporting stuff most certainly frustratingly um, good at everything yeah like he it, when covid hit he just pretty much because all everything got cancelled and like lockdowns in queen what well, you guys probably experienced lockdown worse than what we did but in queensland it would be lockdown but you're allowed somehow tennis was okay because he was standing like it's one yeah. on one and you were standing mm. far enough apart so he pretty much like he started hitting with john millman who's a proper yeah. tennis player um was just like they were going down and playing against each other every thursday and stuff like he basically turned into like an actually good tennis player <laughs> for for that sort of four month period so he's yeah we're a guy that's yeah. frustrating at how competitive he is and then how good he is at everything as well so yeah. terrible to play against yeah, that's frustrating. Yeah. Now, he's obviously a celebrity that comes back and plays at your cricket club every now and then. But given the success of the podcast and social media, is there almost an argument to be made now that Lee Drennan is more of a celebrity and more known in cricket circles than, say, Amanis Labuschagne? Are you the celebrity on the team? I don't think so. <laughs> no, not quite. I think I've got the... I mean, he's got quite a social media presence too, actually, Amanis, I think. But I know that I certainly get... I know, I know it's well known. We got the chocolates, that's for sure, because I get sledged about it every week uh, that I'm batting. It'll be one to put on the podcast, story to put on the podcast, that sort of thing. I'm like, yep. Yeah, that's that's, guys, I did yeah. want to know, what do they yeah. hit you with? What's the <laughs> yeah. common one? Yeah. Like, oh, that'll be on the podcast, yeah. mate. Yeah. Is that Here the he one? comes, Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> one for a story. I had a great one last year where um, we were playing against Seniorgate and I walked out to bat in the 2020 and they had like their supporters day. So they were 
piss bikes everywhere sitting there and as I walked out to bat, they played the intro of our podcast through like the speaker system, That's uh, which was fairly off-putting to be honest. I've <laughs> never experienced that before. Uh, they were grilling me and then I got run out in that game and got one of the loudest send-offs I've ever received. So that was good fun. Um, yeah, but I get, I certainly gets mentioned lots, but I think mostly positively, which is useful. Like, there's not that many people that are going... Jeez, your podcast is shit. Maybe they will now after they listen to this. No, because that'd probably rattle me. Yeah. <laughs> nah, look, I'd, fi- I'd find it hard for people to listen and say that shit yeah. and, for, and yeah. find negative things um, to say about it. No, nah, um, it's, it's a lot of fun. But yeah, well, certainly well, uh, well we, the place Mitch and I, who were brothers, got mm. recognised the most was in uh, Threadbow for some reason. We can't work it out. We went down for a snow trip. And I think because we were together and the moustaches together and stuff, we... People just came up to us all the time, kind <laughs> like jockeys. Like they were real happy with it. Whereas I think when we we're apart in Brisbane, people were like, oh, "Is that?" I think no, maybe, yeah. yeah. But I, I also think that I think the Queenslanders have better manners. Yeah, mm. that's true. As opposed yeah. to yeah, you know, <laughs> all these people from the cold country there, you know, shameless. <laughs> Queenslanders love winners too, mm. and you're Do a winning podcast. Well, so that's true. Yeah, yeah, they're on the bandwagon like that, Brisbane Lions. Queenslanders respect successful things enough to not interact with yeah. them. Yeah, and then are also very quick to jump off when they're unsuccessful. Yes, <laughs> that's very. That's yeah. what they will do quite quickly. So then to make sure that we keep putting out content, it would only take two weeks, I think, and mm. people would forget yeah. about you. Case in point, Brisbane Broncos. Brisbane probably. Broncos. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. So tell us a bit about the birth of the podcast. I mean, it was just back in 2019. Yeah, it was. Yeah, exactly. And at that stage, it was an ultimate, like, I don't I don't even think podcasts were that big in 2019. Like, there were a couple no. that we'd sort of listen to and go, like, oh, this, this is good. But I'd emceed lots of weddings for, like, my mates and stuff. That, yeah. was, that was sort of where I had started. And, and people would always come up to me afterwards and be like, oh, you've got to got to do this like full time yeah it's like i don't think i want to be a full-time wedding mc <laughs> <laughs> like, especially because the reason i'm good at emceeing is because i know the people like yeah. i can't MC just random i'd find that real punishing <laughs> trying to go in it's like, some random oh yeah i don't know anything about these two people but obviously they're great and wonderful wedding night and so that didn't really appeal to me but then people had sort of spoken about like oh, i'll get on the radio or something like that so it'd been like put into my brain a couple of times and I'd, but I did nothing with it obviously and then sort of the idea of podcasting became a, a bit of a thing that we again talked about for probably six months without doing anything and we went down and watched the mighty Brisbane Lions in Melbourne Mitch and I and our other mate James and that was the first time if you go back and listen to the first We Got The Chocolates podcast episode it was recorded like on that MacBook that was our microphone between yeah. the three of us it's the worst audio quality you could possibly hear ever and that was the first the first episode we uploaded um and now i think we've done yeah, like 159 we just released today yeah. and certainly more frequent and, and far better quality of audio output at least a lot of very good video quality output also well. very good yeah, video, yeah. It, it, it's yeah. almost like uh the podcast now itself is is like you know just one cog in a in a watch really i mean like you've got a giant presence on instagram and as wendell said the tiktoks and on youtube as well yeah. well that's what we like to think of it and i think that's the point we'd like to get to is we definitely started as a podcast to be fair but then wanted to branch out and do skits and things on on social media so i guess we now sort of think ourselves as like yeah like you said like that that's sort of one content bucket or one arm yeah. of our kind of media 
our media presence, I guess, and we've got stuff on YouTube and TikTok and Instagram and even Snapchat. We got on. I haven't been on Snapchat for ten years, but <laughs> no, we got across into that. Think, as yeah. Well, so. Look, yeah. yeah, unless you're under the age of twenty one, I think there's yeah maybe only one or two reasons you might be on Snapchat. <laughs> yeah, um, they're not great uh, reasons. <laughs> uh, I, I wanted to ask. There's a few different, uh, I guess, content pillars or segments you have in the podcast, mm. all very popular. One of the big ones that does very well in a video format, does very well on social media, is the dad jokes. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Seems like an endless list of dad jokes. Where do you go to mm. dip into that well of dad jokes? Yeah, well, the, excuse that. Again, that sort of started from just a personal interest that when I went to England to play cricket in 2012, 2013, it rained every day and both summers they said was the worst wettest summer they've ever had that's what everyone in England kept telling me I was, I'm pretty sure they would say that every year to <laughs> yeah. people that come over so we had eight games of cricket rained out out of a possible 16 or whatever so it meant that I had a lot of spare time and I just started I'd always enjoyed the art of making stupid puns and so I just started memorizing dad jokes basically and put as many in the memory bank as possible so that if that ever come up in conversation I could just rip them out um, and so that that was something that I was always quite passionate about, and something that I did in those like when I was emceeing weddings would, you know, get get the stupid like I'd, I'd something where my mate was like a real keen fisherman, so I told the story of how him and his wife met, which was completely fictional, but I just changed everything to fishing puns like. And so I guess that with the dad joke format, if we just thought, well, we it makes us laugh, which mm. might not makes make a lot of people, laugh. yeah, might not make anyone else laugh. But we wanted to try it, and and that was it just we couldn't have imagined how well that went, basically, because some of those videos, I've just said, like there's yeah. ones with 25 million views and stuff there, which is not really what we were thinking was going <laughs> to occur. Um, but yeah, with the con, I think you can. The thing is now we've heard so many that mm. that like you you want to tell people ones that they haven't heard before. Yeah. So it's getting harder and harder to, to <laughs> definitely go and get ones that you're like, oh, geez, I don't know how this is going to work. And a lot of them we'll actually try and write ourselves, but they're usually like the real shit ones. Yeah, um, okay. But then sometimes even that can create like sometimes they're that bad that it's well, just like yeah <laughs> i feel like sometimes the shit of the dad <laughs> yeah, joke yeah. almost the better it is yeah you just get that groan reaction a lot of comedians say they get hit up you know when they're bumping into someone on the street or at a pub or a bar or whatever and and people bail them up and go like tell us a joke or mm. say something funny yeah do you get bailed up for dad jokes like, like yeah. give us a dad joke yeah not yeah whenever we've been out in brisbane and stuff that people would always <laughs> The funniest, probably more than that, we always get people come up and tell us ones. But oh, yep. Often ones that we've already put up as videos, so you kind of don't know how to react. You're like, well, yeah, like I know that one. We, yeah. Yeah, is this a troll? Yeah. Like, are you winding yeah, I saw up, this or? one on TikTok. <laughs> like, have you heard the one like, about the encyclopedia and the, no, yeah. the fucking... Uh, the Guinness Book of World Records. Oh, that's that one, the best yeah. joke ever. That's the best yeah, one. That's avoid, that's if you be, haven't seen it, go on mm, on YouTube be, and watch it. That's going to be really hard to eclipse, I think, that one. Yeah. Uh, I still remember when that got told, the Guinness Book of World Records one, just sitting there. I was in the background just laughing yeah. thought, like straight away. I was like, Imagine there's someone who may not have heard that joke. Um, for the listeners out there, oh, yeah. can someone give it to me? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm going to save it you? for Christmas. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm asking for a friend. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, what you want me to tell you? I think I, I could retell it, couldn't okay. I? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it goes. Um, so my penis was in the Guinness Book of World Records. Yeah. But then the librarian asked me to take it out. 
Okay, that is very good. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> it's just a real quick one that you can yeah, deliver. Yeah, it's and a it's nice, not, easy not one. Not quite yeah. the way that you think it's going to go. No, a little pivot, a little twist. <laughs> yeah, um, that is very good. Yeah. And so what's plans next for the podcast for you four guys? Um, dreams of cricket. He's let, he's still he's still with the heat, isn't he? Yeah, still heat contracted, absolutely. He's with and the Bulls at the moment. I think they've got a Queensland Bulls got a one day game. Yeah. Uh, coming up as well. Or another shield game, I think, at the Gabba before it goes into the, the heat mm. stuff. So yeah, his appearances are becoming yeah. harder and harder because it, a lot of cricket over the over the big bash period, I guess. It would be so hectic as like a full time big bash player. Like fuck, there's a lot of games. So many, and like, it goes for a long time. Too. I don't think there's enough. I want one every <laughs> day for the calendar. It's a lot of air miles. Should start I mean, playing like, two in a day. Each yeah, team. yeah, yeah, double I, I, I mean, like, imagine having to go to Perth three times in the same year. Mm. Yeah, decent, decent trip, and and <laughs> potentially trip. face like frequent flyer points, eighteen to nineteen balls all up. Well, yeah, yeah, that's the frustrating thing. I think twenty twenty cricket as well is very hard to know whether you're in form or out of form. Sometimes, like if you're a middle order batter, yeah, bat at five or six, you could come mm. in and face the last three balls of an innings, like three games in a row, and then one game they're four for ten, and you're expected to get <laughs> get runs. It's quite a hard gig. I also find it funny that they, um, you see them doing like fitness training. Mm. I don't really know, like what for. Like you're bowling maximum well, four overs, you might be even if you're out there for fifteen. It's a bit of running between well, the wickets, but mate, that was like as we all know, that was one thing that uh, a lot of Australian spin bowlers and uh, <laughs> John Buchanan didn't see eye to eye on. Yeah. I mean, like that's when uh, a lot of Australian spin bowlers. <laughs> like I mean, like there was that one thing you know in Warney's book where he was going on about that, like he had to go and do this. Pre-season was boot camp, stuff where yeah, he had yeah. to carry a, <laughs> yeah. a jerry can full of water up a sand dune. And he was like, mate, I stand it first and I bowl leggies. Why do I need to run up and down a sand dune? Mm. It's a yeah. very apt question. Seeing as we are segueing into cricket, I should get, grab your thoughts on the summer of cricket. How are you feeling about what's coming up? Uh, I'm excited for the South Africa series i think that'll be a better yeah. test of where i feel like west indies are not in tip-top shape at the moment and also didn't understand the starting on a wednesday yesterday that seemed strange i thought thursday starts earliest it can possibly be in the week i think because mm. people are more inclined to take days off on a thursday or friday yeah. wednesday's like i think that they uh they must have had a word to the curators there. I think they were like, yeah, I definitely think there'll be some play on day five so you could have that on a Sunday. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that might be it. Yeah, so day I think five, there's going to be a lot of batting and a lot of bowling on this pitch. But. Right. Because that is extremely risky, isn't it? Taking first test West Indies here and going, we're starting on Wednesday. Yeah, because yeah. there's a chance it doesn't get to the weekend, really. I don't know what the batting's going to be like. Well, yeah, I can't see a declaration coming. To, uh, I think they're going to try and today, get eight hundred day two. Yeah. For those who are listening at home, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and we should note if you are listening in potentially ten days to two weeks' time, this is recorded on the start of the second day yeah. of the first test. Yeah. Um, but I think it's fair to predict that it might be two comfortable victories off the back of a comfortable mm. ODI series against England, which also seemed that was a random, like a wasn't it? Bit of a gap filler. Yeah, yeah. That, well, at least they're a good team. Yeah, but they really weren't during that one day. No. And they are a good team, but they played yeah. a fifth strength yeah. team. Which mm. was Their heart strange. just wasn't in it. No, so it did seem like a little bit of an odd 
yeah, just an odd timing after the. It, there was just no time for it. They finished the yeah. 2020 World Cup. They had this series coming up. England goes home and they're preparing for a test series as well. They should have just got to leave on a high yeah, after winning. Let them go Cup. on a bender. Let them go down to Bondi for a few days. And, and they had <laughs> a game well, on a Tuesday. Yeah, I think that the one day format gets a bit of a bad rap, but I think a lot of it comes from the governing bodies that are just like, it's always kind of thought of as like an afterthought, really. Because mm. I really like one day cricket. I, I think it's made enjoy mate, it. It's on par with tests. Yeah. I mean, it is like the greatest challenge for a cricketing team. I mean, yeah. like it takes like tactics and things like that. Whereas I suppose like for a T Twenty, it's it's almost anyone's game from the get go. A T Twenty is sort of the format that people that don't like cricket can get involved in. They yeah. can market towards building the building the audience, which is important as well. Like that. Yeah, yeah. That's obviously that's a good thing, but. Then, yeah, I just think one day cricket for, for actual cricket fanatics and people that have grown up with the game and like it, I think one day cricket's awesome. Yeah. Um, I really do because it's enough time for you to score hundreds so still have like, you know, enough time to sort of go at like a runner ball and just bat well. Yeah. Whereas 2020 becomes quite sort of high pressure and get everything really quickly. And then you're bowling, but then also like the new ball swings and you can see, you can see bowlers sort of rip games open as well. I, I think it gets a bad rap and it obviously like you said gets not prioritized it's sort of test cricket 2020 cricket and then one day is a bit of an afterthought but i think it'd be quite sad if it continues to follow that trend and we don't play any one day cricket the thing that i have against one day cricket at the moment is it's not <laughs> on fucking free-to-air tv yeah well that is a debacle but that's been a massive palaver, hasn't it? With We're supposed to have anti-siphoning laws, which means yeah. national teams are available for people to see on free-to-air TV. But um, given the man who owns uh, Fox Sports runs significant parts of the country, that isn't the case. <laughs> and so we can't get it on free-to-air. But they're renegotiating the rights and there's some chat about Channel 10 Channel and 10 Paramount potentially it, yeah. getting it. And so maybe you have some of the big bash on Paramount Plus, but the other yeah. stuff goes yeah. on free-to-air. Because, I mean, we're getting big bash games on free-to-air all the time, but we can't get one-day international. Yeah, so. I mean, like, I just thought the best way, like how it worked all those years ago, was that every game that was here was on the TV yes. and everything that was overseas was on Fox. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's... Unless SBS randomly got the rights to the Ashes. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool. 2005. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. For the greatest I was a massive SBS fan. Yeah. <laughs> right on board. Yeah, I agree. It's crazy that it's not. And yesterday, obviously, the Test Match Cricket turned on Channel 7. And, but I know that that's been an ongoing feud over the last however long, hasn't it? The Channel 7 versus Cricket Australia. So I don't know yeah. if that's ever going to get resolved or if it ends up going to... Channel 10, I, I, I thought Channel 10 did it. And I know sometimes it doesn't matter because all the same commentators end up channel, like going yeah. to whichever channel anyway. But I thought Channel 10, when they had the Big Bash, did an awesome job of it Yeah. Um, in terms of bringing it to life. And I would say that the viewership there was probably at its highest then. I think they probably had the right amount of games then as well, mm. whereas now it seems like they go forever. That, that <laughs> yeah. was when I felt like I did times. have a vague interest in the Big Bash yeah. and I was genuinely yeah. kind of keeping across it yeah. at that Channel 10 reduced schedule uh, yeah. time but. but then you're more chance of getting overseas players for the whole time that's what's such a farce about it at the moment yeah, yeah, overseas yeah. players can only come for half of it yeah. so then you end up signing one overseas it's here for four games and then the next one comes for six or like it, whereas at the start it was if an overseas player came they came for the whole thing mm. which I think is needs to change really and if we're going longer we've got guys in great cricket who've made 10,000 runs well that's right who are, you know <laughs> who are ready for a call up anytime soon ready yeah. to go I mean 
Yeah, 2020. Not, I don't know what my strike... It doesn't do strike rate there on my cricket, does it? No, I think that's probably so. what lets me down slightly sometimes for in terms of big bash contracts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, five for 70, I'll, I'll bat the 20 for us. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lee, uh, thank you very much for making the trip out here to Batuta. Thanks for coming on the podcast. And uh, for all the listeners, if they want to get around uh, an enjoyable podcast, they want to get around those dad jokes, they want to oh, laugh yeah. along. We yeah. got the chocolates on, yeah, all, on at, all platforms. At we got the chocolates everywhere. We fixed that. It was four different things at the start, yeah. but now it's just <laughs> at we got the chocolates, and yeah. you'll find us anywhere. I think pretty much. Anyway, it's like a really niche. Even, even Snapchat. Even Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Find yeah. him on Wicker. Yeah. Um, thanks very much for joining the podcast. Enjoy the summer cricket, and uh, good luck this weekend. Hopefully, that eleven not out turns yeah. into a little bit more. I'll send you a screenshot from my mind cricket of what I turn that into. Don't worry, we'll be hopefully. keeping an eye. I'll be keeping an eye. We'll be keeping more than twelve. We'll be, we'll be on top of it. <laughs> thanks, thanks very much. Thank thanks. you so much, guys.